Welcome to the Downtown Doorman Podcast. I'm glad you're here with me tuning in again from beautiful downtown Los Angeles, California. Another beautiful day in L.A. I am your host, Derek L. McMillan. So happy you could join me here again for the Downtown Doorman Podcast. Yes. um, Oh, by the way, go Dodgers. That's right, man. Those Dodgers, they're out there doing their thing, man. Hanging in there. Playoffs. Trying to get to the World Series, baby. That's right. L.A. all day. Go Dodgers. Go Blue. So excited. If you haven't tuned in, it's amazing, man. These guys are really trying to fight to bring that championship back to Los Angeles. It's been a long time since we had that uh, title here in the beautiful city of Angels, but uh, I believe we can do it, Dodgers. Let's go, baby. (laughs) So, yeah, welcome back to the Downtown Doorman Podcast. We are talking about... Los Angeles music venues in this episode. Man, I just really love Los Angeles and the music scene. And uh, it's really a bummer, man, to just see that at a screeching halt. You know, not even remotely trying to happen. But, you know, a lot of musicians, a lot of uh, people behind the scenes, they've been creative and try to keep their juices flowing. And uh, I commend you for that. And uh, keep going, L.A., and that goes for all the musicians and anybody dealing with the, the music industry or any live venues. Um, hang in there. You know, we shall overcome. That's right. Mr. COVID can't keep us down forever, man. As my, uh, as one of my favorite actors would say, we'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Creativity is the key. Keep yourself busy, peeps, because uh, when when the when the country opens, when the city opens, I think it's going to open with a bang, man. It's going to be really good, you know. Especially get get live music going again, you know. It's going to be top notch because it is missed. So when you miss something, man, when it comes back, then you're standing in line to get back in the groove of things. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, I just want to talk about some of the venues, man, that mean so much to me, you know, especially places like Hollywood Bowl, the Greek, the Wilton, Ace Theater, Viper Room, the Roxy, the Whiskey, Troubadour, Hang In There, Hotel Cafe, House of Blues, Sunset, Rest In Peace, Miss You Blues, Key Club, Miss You Too, man. The Mint, the El Ray, Sunset Room, the Conga Room, man. Oh, my goodness. list goes on. Harvell, Santa Monica. Whew. Hurts my heart that place is closed right now. Groovy Spot. Zanzibar. I think it's still around. Back in the day. Used to hit that. Skinny's over in North Hollywood. Little Groovy Grammy dive bar right there in the heart of North Hollywood, groovy late night rock bands, man. It's good stuff, man. Patellos, I don't know, man. Ah, world famous baked potato. I don't know. I think the baked potato's gone, man. I'm not sure. I 
think the baked potato is no more. Don't quote me on that, but, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it will come back strong, too. You know, little places like El Cid, man, or the Cat and the Fiddle. Cat and Fiddle was groovy, too, man, because they had that outside patio, and you get that, you know, one of the best patios in Los Angeles, and you sit out there with your beer, man, your friends, and nice pint of beer, and listen to some live music or a DJ, and, and I believe they closed, but I think they opened back up. I just hopefully, hopefully they make it through this old Mr. COVID. Yeah, the old downtown doorman has been around the block, but uh, that's why I'm here, sharing with you my experiences in the city that, you know, has really, really embraced me and I embrace the city back, man. The city of Los Angeles. I had a chance to DJ at certain places back in the day before concerts, you know, concerts at the House of Blues Sunset for bands like Social Distortion or Wiz Khalif, Khalifa. Yeah, man, work hard, play hard. <laughs> Wiz, you know, used to, Run around DJing for Sean Healy. Shout out to Sean Healy and the boys. Uh, the L. Ray, man. Memories, man, memories. Like the Viper Room and the Roxy. One of my first doorman gigs was at the Key Club, man. <laughs> Sunset. Golden years, man. <laughs> well, I guess I consider that the golden years for me. But yeah, it was a while ago. Sad to see that venue go. Um, Skip and Rick, all my... Key Club cats over there, man. It was good times had by all. But uh, yeah, like I said, man, uh, hang in there, music venues, hang in there, Los Angeles. All right, man, let's just go ahead and hop into, into this episode. Um, Los Angeles music venues, wow. So many, so many memories. Uh, you know, you just kind of, you kind of brush with the nostalgia. You know, it's just so nostalgic, you know, when you think about, you know, your first time at some of these music venues seeing your favorite band or your favorite act. And, uh, you know, maybe taking your your girlfriend or, or a significant other, or, you know, hanging with your family, and, you know, maybe having that picnic before outside the Hollywood Bowl doing your little cheese and wine basket <laughs> those are good times man running into friends and and colleagues as you getting ready to settle in and maybe catch a live act you know it's, it's so cool it's, it's community man you know you know you you work hard play hard you work hard all day you be like yo man what, what you doing tonight Oh, yo, man, I'm going to check out Weezer at the Hollywood Bowl, man. No shit, really? What? Really? They're playing? Yeah, man. I think they still got a few tickets available. Yo, man, I might see you there, bro. Uh, where you going to party up before? Oh, man, I think we're going to do the old, uh, you know, wine and cheese basket, man. I got a, some homemade fried chicken I'm going to stick in that basket, and uh, we're just going to play out the picnic blanket and uh, party it up a little bit before. Uh, you're more than welcome to join us. Come through, man, and uh, 
you know, if you grab a ticket, we'll check out the show, man. You know, a little Weezer Deezer, you know, if you want to destroy my sweater, pull this thread as I walk away. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, it's just, and then to the whole, you know, having that nice little high, walking into your favorite venue, like the Greek or, you know, Ford Amphitheater, you know, kicking it, man, outside the Palladium, or maybe just, you know, checking out a smaller venue like the El Ray, man, or, you know, checking out, you know, your favorite French band like Phoenix at the Wilton, you know. Groovy, groovy, groovy times, man. You know, it is nothing like it, man, to just get all, you know, fresh and ladies get all dolled up and, you know, and you just head out, man, to check out your favorite band, musical act. You know, especially in Los Angeles, man, it's just such a a night city. You know, it's one of those cities, man, and don't get me wrong, Cali has beautiful days, but man, it's something about going out at night, the L.A. night scene, man, second to none, can't beat that with a bat, it's uh, by far, I mean, I know there's New York City, I know there's Miami, I know there's Chicago, you know, you can even, you know, Toronto and, and places like that, Austin, Nashville, you know, some pretty cool scenes, man, music scenes, but uh, the L.A. night scene, man, you know, checking out your favorite band at the Mint, you know, head over to Canners and grab you a pastrami sandwich, potato salad, you know, maybe having a drink or two at the Kibitz Room, you know, or grabbing some late night pizza, man. You know, or finding your favorite taco truck after a smashing concert at the Orpheum or a banger outside live at the Pavilion or, you know, it's good stuff. Well, yeah, man, I want to talk to you about probably the the granddaddy of them all. To me, one of the best Los Angeles venues. Probably, probably top 10 music venue in, in the world, man. I mean, it's got to be up there, man. I mean, like I said last episode when I was ending, you know, if you're a musical actor, you're a live actor, a band that plays the Hollywood Bowl, you, you got to feel like, wow. You have to feel it like in your toes, man. We made it. You know, that feeling of being on stage at the Hollywood Bowl and people <sighs> screaming, <sighs> Woo! <sighs> I mean, that's got to be an overwhelming feeling, man. I would love to feel that. <laughs> How does that feel? <laughs> you know, acts like the Beatles or Little Dragon or you know, the doors or prints or, you know, it's like, geez, you can't counterfeit that feeling. That is once in a lifetime kind of feeling right there. To me, one of the best venues of all time. It opened its doors in 1922. 
a long time ago. Yeah, man. Started out pretty much as uh, live theater, ballet, moved into a more of a orchestra kind of philharmonic kind of setting uh, before it really stepped into the the live musical acts. 1956, Louis Armstrong and the Boys, Ella Fitzgerald, Oscar Peterson. It was it was. Man, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in the 50s and 60s at the Hollywood Bowl. Then it went through a little rough spat. I think everything kind of went through a little rough spat, a little reinvention, late 50s, 60s. I think it was kind of a growth period for everything, movies, music, uh, venues. Just the whole scene of America was changing to that late 60s, early 70s, Revival, rock was coming hard, man. Disco stepped in, and then these late sixties and seventy movies, you know, started to really kick in. You know, Easy Rider, you know, Midnight Cowboy. Things started to change, man. Seventies Rocky, uh, the whole music, movie scene started to change. And then the Hollywood Bowl, the sixties, late sixties, man. The Beatles. Yeah, man, Beatles played the Hollywood Bowl, and Rolling Stones followed them in 66. Then you had the premier L.A. band, The Doors. That's right, man. L.A. woman. L.A. woman. Yeah, man. Yeah, old Jim and the boys, man. It was, it was, whew, it must have been a groovy time at the Hollywood Bowl, man. Uh you know, a lot of late 60s, 70s acts, man. James Taylor. Uh, just groovy stuff, man. And I just think it became the premier venue to play. I mean, you weren't, you know, a, a successful band if you haven't played the Hollywood Bowl, so to speak. Um, right around 2003, I did a little renovation. Yeah. Changed out the smaller shells for bigger shells and added some lighting and some groovy little nooks and crannies to the bowl to give the concert gore a really beautiful musical experience, man. A museum stepped in. Uh, the vendors were amazing, man. Big giant beers and wine and good food. And it was cool, man. It was cool. So I did all that renovation stuff in 2003, and it had to re-grand opening in uh, 2005. And, you know, it's been going strong ever since. It is an experience. If you haven't been to the Hollywood Bowl, folks, put that on your bucket list. That's right, man. Take your loved one, grab a friend, you know, and I suggest that you do the old picnic thing, man. I mean, that is second to none. And uh, most of the uh, restaurants around uh, cater to the Hollywood Bowl. Like, you can literally, like, you know, pay 40, 50 bucks, and they'll put, like, a picnic dinner together for you with uh, however many bottles of wine you want. They'll, you know, they'll stuff that in there for you, man. I think some of these places uh, 
even put a little picnic uh, blanket inside your basket. Yeah, man. You know, like grapes, wine, and cheese, little sandwiches. Little sandwiches. I like those with some, you know, wine, maybe a beer, your little craft beer in your in your basket. Yeah, I remember back in the day when I was bartending waiting tables at uh, the Daily Grill Studio City. We had a whole uh, Hollywood Bowl menu, man, and we were always so busy. It was just the who's who coming out of Laurel Canyon to get their baskets, man. We even had, like, one basket. You had, like, four choices. Like, one of the choices was, like, homemade fried chicken and cornbread with, like, coleslaw, and it had a little picnic blanket in the bottom of the basket, and you can choose with your bottle of wine, or you can choose... uh, Oh, and then it would have a dessert in there, man. It was fire. It was fire. I remember as we were busy on a Friday and Saturday night, you could see the who's who coming in to pick up their baskets, man. I mean, you know, we used to have cats come in like Eddie Van Halen's Trent Reznor, man. It was, that was a groovy spot to work, Daily Grill Studio City, man. Dave Grohl, Joni Mitchell used to sit on the patio all the time. But like I was saying, if you haven't haven't had a chance to check out the Hollywood Bowl, please do. Just so much history and so much nostalgia. I mean, it is second to none as far as music venues. (laughs) You know what I'm interested in? I'm interested to see who's going to play first. (laughs) Try to get tickets to that. Good luck. I'm serious, man. When 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 the world opens up and when these music venues open up, man, it is gonna be the who's who. People probably can't get out of their house quick enough. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Where we going? I don't know. I know. I I I took my baby to the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> I was wasted and she was out of control. <laughs> That's right, a little band of skulls right there. <laughs> oh, that's a groovy band, man. Great song, too. Took my baby to the Hollywood Bowl. I was wasted, and she was out of control. Woo! Ain't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it on this episode. Um, music venues, man. It uh, doesn't get any better than that as far as live experience in Los Angeles. Make sure you tune in to my next episode where we chit-chat about Los Angeles crime. I believe this city is the city it is because in a roundabout way, crime, up and down. Some of the most infamous crimes have been committed in Los Angeles and New York. Of course, there's Miami, but, uh, you know, you can't mess with L.A. Confidential, man. That's some serious uh, old-school crime, nostalgia, even a greater movie at that. (laughs) Please tune in. Like I said, you can DM me anywhere. There is social media at Downtown Doorman, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or you can just email me directly, downtowndoorman at gmail.com. Like I said, if you don't deal with any social media, you don't dig on social media, you can just hit me on my website, www.downtowndoorman.com. Thank you for listening again. I will see you 
next Wednesday, Hump Day. Please remember, don't forget to DM me in all those spots, any of those spots. Stay in touch. And, uh, if you'd like to follow me, give me a follow at any of those social media spots at Downtown Doorman. And this is Downtown Doorman Podcast. I'll see you next Wednesday.